from this kitab, Islahul Mu'amalat, correction of monetary dealings. That how a person can correct his financial dealings, thereby earning halal rozi, halal sustenance, which will pull him and which will spur him on to the obedience, ibadat of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. In Quran Sharif, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala links good amal to halal sustenance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded the Anbiya alayhim salatu wasalam kulu min al-tayyibat consume that which is halal, wholesome, healthy that which is not haram wa'amalu saliha and they after engaging good a'amal so these two are coupled together how a person's sustenance will be accordingly his a'amal will be sustenance is halal then the sustenance that pure halal tayyib will pull him towards the ibadat of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. This chapter, the author explains to us the harms of haram earnings. Among the harms of haram earnings, ulama explain will be the non-acceptance of ibadats. That a person's ibadat will not be accepted. He'll do the amal, will not be accepted by Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, whoever earns the haram wealth, and wears clothing from it. His salah will not be accepted until he removes such clothing. Whoever earns haram wealth and wears clothing from it, his salah will not be accepted until he removes such clothing. That he ensures his income is halal and thereafter he buys halal clothing with the halal wealth. Then the salah will be accepted. What does it mean? That the salah will be done. The reward will not be given to him. He will not get the full reward, the full barakat, the full rahmat of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. He will not enjoy that. Hazrat Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhumah said, whoever buys clothing for 10 dirhams, in which one dirham was haram, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not accept any salah of his as long as that piece of clothing is on him. The second point in regards to haram earnings, non-acceptance of charity. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, do not be envious of a person who gathers wealth acquired from incorrect sources. Do not be envious of a person who gathers wealth acquired from incorrect sources. If he gives it in charity, it will not be accepted from him. Whatever remains will be his provisions towards the fire of Jahannam. Whatever remains behind will be his provisions towards the fire of Jahannam. A person may think that, okay, this deal I will do it. I'm not 100% sure about it. But certain amount now just to cover in case any discrepancies so certain percentage will give in the path of Allah. Just to cover the haram path or the grey area of it will not be accepted. Allah only accepts it which is purely halal. There is no taint of any type of haram in there. That's why every transaction a person has to be so careful that it is in accordance with shariat. Whatever he is doing. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also said Whoever earns through sinful means, then joins family relations with that wealth, spends it in charity or in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then all his wealth will be gathered and he will be thrown together with it in the fire of Jahannam. Whoever earns through sinful means, then joins family relations. He's earning incorrectly, he's doing the wrong deals. Sometimes, as we mentioned, he's taking riba, usually the business is running now through the banks. Or oh, sometimes he's earning halal sustenance also by putting the haram avenues. As life insurance, life policies, and he's paying insurance on the cars and the house. And then in our zamana, our period of time, in our context of Africa, people want to come with this also because things are dangerous right now. 
So we have to do these things. If you understand danger, Nabi Ali Salatu the entire life 23 years was in danger. Whether night, day, we know the incidents. When he had to make hijrah also, Ali Salatu Salam, such a dangerous point of his life. At night he had to leave. Put Hazrat Ali in his bed. They want to assassinate him. There in Bakkatul Mukarramah, the enemy was open. Medina Munawwara, it was internal enemy. The Jews, the hypocrites, entire life in danger. So danger was there all the time. For Salatul Eid also, the Sunnah is to go on one road to return on a different path. That is Sunnah. Ulama explained the wisdom behind this was that if anyone on that certain road which Nabi Ali Salatul Salam was using to go for Eid Salah, somebody wanted to harm him, they take a different road. It will be safer for him. So every point of his life was dangerous. So he gave us a complete lifestyle, complete sunnah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept our success in complete deen. We don't have to go anywhere else. So a person is earning halal and then uh, he's earning halal and puts it in the haram avenues. That will destroy all the halal thereafter. Whoever earns through sinful means then, then joins, joins family relations. Lying with throw da'wat, invite everybody home. And make everyone happy, but the income is not correct. It's haram. Like this, you have to keep muhabbat in the family. Spends it in charity or in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then all his wealth will be gathered and he will be thrown together with it in the fire of Jahannam. Also, important when it comes to earning haram, one is a person is doing business or a person is in the professional field. Here also we have different type of schemes. People ask all the time, pension fund, retirement fund. If it's voluntary, then ask ulama ikram that I'm contributing every month voluntarily. Is that permissible or not? Then after I get some payout, after the total, some payout, certain time of my life, whether it's halal or not. So ask ulama ikram. Involuntary, it's a different masla altogether. So this also we got to check now person is worried now later on in life 20 years time, 40 years time, what will happen to me? So I'm contributing every month voluntarily. I'm contributing so much but I'm getting more in return thereafter. It's not permissible. There's haram, there's usury, there's interest. But they also are tainted. Somehow the whole system in the country, in the world has become like that. So we're going to be so careful there also. When it comes to inheritance miras, I know that when it came to my father or grandfather, it wasn't done correctly. But I'm sitting quietly with it. Invite the family for da'wah. They're going to come. But in their hearts we know what they have now. But he's feeding us with our mal. He's feeding us with our money. Is that his? It wasn't done correctly. So all these things contribute that a person wants to keep family relations, spend it in charity or in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then all his wealth will be gathered and he will be thrown together with it in the fire. The third point of haram earnings, non-acceptance of du'as. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, a time will come upon people when a man will not care from where he earns, whether it is from halal or haram. Another narration adds, when this is the case, none of his du'as will be accepted. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pure, and he only accepts that which is pure. That is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only accepts wealth that is halal. And does not accept haram wealth. In fact, some ulama of the opinion that it is an act of kufr. It is an act of kufr to give haram wealth in charity. Person who gives haram wealth in charity with the intention, with the hope of gaining reward, they say this is tantamount to kufr. Like a person reads salah intentionally without wudu. 
And ulama say he makes sajda without wudu, it's tantamount to kufr. So to a person now has earned haram and you give it in charity with the hope of getting the reward, they say this is an act of kufr. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded the believers with that which he commanded the messengers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed the messengers saying, O messengers, ya ayyuhu rusul, eat that which is pure, that is halal, and do good deeds. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addressed the believers saying, O you who believe, eat of the pure things which we have provided for you. The after Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned a person who has undertaken a very long journey and who is in a very untidy and disheveled state. He raises his hands towards the heavens supplicating, O oh Allah, O oh Allah, while his food is haram, his drink is haram, his clothing is haram, and he has been brought up in haram, so how can his dua be accepted? So we've got to check our dealings, our bank accounts. And now the mustwara, the ladies also are being business, they have home industry. So you've got to guide them also, ask ulama ikram, whether you're doing this correctly, you're advertising something, do you have the stock by you? Sometimes they have mystery gifts also. They pay a certain amount for a certain product. What's in the product, we don't know. It's a mystery. Whether that is permissible now, that you're selling something which is unknown. She doesn't know what's in the parcel also, and the buyer also doesn't know what's in the parcel. But it's a permissible transaction or not. So they've got to ask all these things. If they're doing business at home, it's correct. We don't want haram to come into our homes. Allah Ta'ala save us, inshaAllah. Subhanallah, alhamdulillah.